Welcome to Managed Carecast, a podcast from the American Journal of Managed Care. A European Safety Committee finds very rare blood clot links with AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine. New report predicts shifts in the cancer landscape by 2040 and spotlighting the connected nature of type 1 diabetes with other autoimmune diseases. Welcome to This Week in Managed Care. I'm Matthew Gavidia. This week, the European Medicines Agency's Safety Committee concluded that there is a link between AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine and very rare clotting events, just weeks after the manufacturer had refuted the association. Noting that unusual blood clots with low blood patella should be listed as very rare side effects of the vaccine, regulators stress that benefits still outweigh the risks. This vaccine has proven to be highly effective to prevent severe disease and hospitalization, said Mary Cook, executive director of the European Medicines Agency, and it is saving lives. Following the reported blood clot links in adults, the University of Oxford paused the most recent arm of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine trial among children and teenagers, pending more information from the United Kingdom's pharmaceutical watchdog, the Medicines and Healthcare Products Regulatory Agency. Until then, UK regulators said that they would recommend that people under 30 receive other vaccines, as most blood clot cases occurred in people under the age of 60. Burdened by several setbacks highlighted by vaccine trial data controversy and suspended use among European countries, AstraZeneca is still planning to seek FDA approval for the vaccine later this month. In other COVID-19-related news, the Biden administration appointed Gail Smith, a former director of the U.S. Agency for International Development, to serve as the new coordinator for its global coronavirus response. Working to combat growing concerns of vaccine inequity, part of Smith's responsibility will be to mobilize U.S. resources and bolster vaccine production and distribution worldwide. Globally, COVID-19 deaths surpassed 3 million this week, with Brazil and India currently experiencing significant spikes in cases and deaths. For more, visit AGMC.com. According to a new study published this week in JAMA Network Open, estimates of future U.S. cancer incidents and death indicates that the makeup of cancer will change by 2040, with increasing deaths from pancreatic and liver cancers, and more melanoma cases, but fewer breast cancer deaths, and decreases in prostate cancer cases. Calculating estimates by combining incidence rates from the Surveillance Epidemiology and End Results, or SEER, program with existing U.S. Census Bureau demographic projections by sex and race for 2016 to 2040 and average annual percentage changes, or AAPC, in incidence and death rates, researchers found that by 2040, the estimated makeup of cancer will be dominated by breast, with 364,000 cases, melanoma, with 219,000 cases, lung, with 208,000 cases, and colorectal, with 147,000 cases. Lung, colorectal, and breast cancer are also estimated to rank among the leading causes of death by cancer in 2040, along with pancreatic cancer and liver and intrahepatic bile duct cancer. Lung cancer will maintain its distinction as the leading cause of cancer deaths from 2020 to 2040, with breast cancer moving from 3rd to 5th. The authors said they had previously estimated that the most common cancers overall by 2030 would be breast, prostate, lung, thyroid, and melanoma. The new estimates reflect the new AAPC data which show an increase in melanoma and a decrease in prostate and thyroid cancers. Currently, cancer is the leading cause of death in individuals aged 45 to 64 years. Last year, there were an estimated 1.8 million diagnoses and more than 600,000 deaths. For more, visit AGMC.com. According to research funded in part by the JDRF, the best way to find new treatments for autoimmune diseases, including type 1 diabetes, is to study the immune system and targeted tissues together. The research, appearing earlier this year in Science Advances, indicates that while immune targets of type 1 diabetes, lupus, multiple sclerosis, and rheumatoid arthritis are distinct, 
They share several similar elements, including common variants that pattern disease risk, local inflammation with contribution by innate immunity, and downstream mechanisms mediating target tissue damage. In their work, the researchers mine RNA sequencing datasets from relevant organ and tissue cells in the different diseases and identified similar and dissimilar gene signatures. In doing so, they identified both candidate genes for the four major diseases as well as major common gene expression changes in tissues among them, discovering the common pathways of tissue destruction across multiple autoimmune diseases would dramatically accelerate our path to a cure for type 1 diabetes, said Dr. Frank Martin, JDRF Director of Research, in a statement. Drugs that are effective in one autoimmune disease could be equally beneficial for another and quickly repurposed to make a big impact for people living with that disease. JDRF has undertaken a large-scale screening project called T1Detect that offers participants a blood test to find antibodies, which tell whether a person is at an early stage of type 1 diabetes and likely to become insulin-dependent. The project comes not only as rates of type 1 diabetes are rising overall, but as they are rising faster among black and Hispanic youth. For more, visit AGMC.com. Through a recently launched disease awareness campaign by Jazz Pharmaceuticals and the Hypersomnia Foundation on Idiopathic Hypersomnia, called IHAVE-IH, both organizations are seeking to foster a better understanding of patient challenges as well as empower patient communication with care teams. Characterized by chronic excessive daytime sleepiness, symptoms of IH can often overlap with other more common sleep disorders such as narcolepsy. However, unlike narcolepsy, IH has no FDA-approved therapies, with patients often struggling to manage their social, school, and occupational tasks. Researchers pulled 305 healthcare providers from February 5th to the 12th, 2021, and found that more than half said they had personally misdiagnosed IH, with 39% saying that it could take between 2-5 to five years to receive an accurate diagnosis. This experience was shared by Megan M., a 26-year-old patient with IH, who said in an email exchange with the American Journal of Managed Care that she had to wait 5 years before receiving her IH diagnosis after first experiencing symptoms in high school when she couldn't stay awake in class. Forced to drop out of college, but currently working in a part-time job that accommodates her sleeping schedule, Megan says that she continues to struggle with daily tasks and maintaining a social life. With more than 90% of respondents saying that physicians need more education on IH, increasing comprehension and spreading awareness of the debilitating condition could be invaluable in providing patients with timely care and support from both physicians and the general public. Although my IH changed life as I knew it and continues to be an everyday struggle, I refuse to let it define me, said Megan. For more, visit AGMC.com. This week, the Community Oncology Alliance, or COA, presented its 2021 Community Oncology Conference in a virtual format, covering issues in oncology ranging from lessons and actions taken amid COVID-19 to the latest cancer politics and policy updates from Capitol Hill. AGMC.com provided full coverage of the virtual meeting, which took place April 8th to the 9th. In addition to written coverage of late-breaking sessions, AJMC.com has a wide array of video interviews with several key opinion leaders, including Ted Ocon, Executive Director for COA, Kathy Oob, Chief Operating Officer of the Ponchar Train Cancer Center, Dr. Leyland Wilfong, Executive Vice President of Value-Based Care and Quality Programs at Texas Oncology and Payment Reform Co-Chair at COA, and many more. For full conference coverage, visit AJMC.com. For all of us at AJMC, I'm Matthew Gavidia. Thanks for joining us. visit AJMC.com or see the show notes. To get in touch with us, email info at AJMC.com or follow us on Twitter at AJMC underscore journal. If you like the podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate us.